Happy 4th, people. I hope you guys had a great holiday and uh, ripped it up a little bit. I had a nice long weekend. I went to the beach, and uh, then I had a barbecue on the 4th. Uh, all my friends and family, and uh, well, most of them, <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Uh, the weather was not fantastic, but I think f- for as bad as they said it was going to be, we, we did not too shabby. So, all right. Uh, this week, Himanesh Goel is on the show. He's talking spiritual spirituality. I don't know why I can't say that damn word. <laughs> and uh, and just uh, going over some you know breathing exercises and just some uh, tri- tips and tricks to keep you from you know getting angry really quickly. I guess. But uh, keeping things positive. Uh, please, uh, if you enjoy the show, share the show. All right. Uh, have a good one, and thanks for listening. Dads Worldwide. Why? The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves, dads worldwide, loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan. And I'm Jim. And we, uh, yeah, so uh, we hope you enjoyed our Father's Day episodes. And uh, hey, don't forget to look back. We got Wayne Butler, uh, the Myrmicorn Goddess. I mean... Yep. Come on, with a name like that, you gotta want to listen to that. We've got a couple of uh, life coaches in there, uh, Brian and Kevin, who were yeah phenomenal. So uh, please check out those and uh, again share with a friend. Um, Jim, what are, you got beer tonight? I do. Yeah, I'm actually drinking. I know the past couple episodes I haven't been drinking a beer, but <laughs> yeah. tonight I, I am. Solo. This is. Let me see if I can show you. This oh, is our yeah. summer. Uh, beer this is called bullberry ale so it's a mixed berry wheat ale and it's it's really light on the wheat side and, and it's got some nice nice fruit flavor on the back end nice. uh, good good summer beer awesome i uh by by bull spit brewing company if of course if y'all hadn't figured that out of by course. this point <laughs> of course uh all right uh yeah i found a, a random one in the uh, the market basket uh the other day it's called uh keystone premium y- of <laughs> you just took away with my thunder oh sorry sorry <laughs> no i don't even want to do it yeah <laughs> all right uh it's uh two-hearted oh you can't even see it right there but two-hearted ale from bells uh brewing yep. uh they're out of michigan oh okay uh, oh, so it's, that's an import yeah. yeah it's an american ipa uh made with centennial hops Yep. And uh, a little bit of pine and grapefruit in there. And it's actually really good. And What's it was, the uh, ABV on that? Uh, that is 7%. 7%? Yeah. Nice. So, so that's a, that's a it's, solid beer. It's a solid beer. It really is good. Yeah. Uh, and one of the reasons I chose it is because I'm a cheap bastard. And for okay. a four-pack, it was ten ninety nine. So a coupon. I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had a coupon. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to let's get to what we're doing tonight. So, yes. uh, so uh, I I I posted a um, 
uh, a little ad on uh, need a guest, be a guest type thing on Facebook, and I got a bunch of responses. And yep. one of these responses uh, is Himanish <laughs> Goel, and uh, and he is going to talk to us about uh, positivity, breathing exercises, uh, and you know spirituality and uh, different techniques uh, for helping people. Um, what is it? Go to their next big thing. This right. is, uh, I'm actually really excited about, uh, talking to him and today, uh, because I could have used some breathing today when the two year old was constantly ripping her diapers off and running around <laughs> the house naked and just terrorizing everybody. <laughs> so welcome to the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. How do you follow that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys for having me. It definitely looks like you have a variety of shows that you go from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, yes. Definitely a pleasure being here. So, I mean, to all the dads listening, this is definitely going to help for any chaotic kids you have or just whatever goes on your day to day life. Um, so, I guess I can start off by giving a brief introduction of myself and why this kind what made me want to go on this path um Absolutely. so so yeah. i'm a so i'm a student at vcu graduating in august this year uh, in information systems so i've kind of been in the virginia area quite some while like a majority of my life and um you know being in the rural there's a lot of at least i mean depending from person to person there's a lot of self-reflection moments that you that you have whether you're in richmond or you're in the dc area and so the one reason why um spirituality meditation everything around that kind of made drove me and kind of said you know this is something i want to do help people in that area while also doing my profession is in in our culture and like in the uh hindu culture all these are kind of things that we've seen whenever I go into the trips, when I go to my, uh, the trips to India to see family. This is things that we're exposed to. This is, you see people do it. And so you, as kids, you tend to catch on things like that. And sometimes people follow it, some don't. And I've kind of experienced it. Um, I started doing, uh, uh, I was part of an organization called Art of Living. And I started doing these breathing techniques from, it's great all the way of ninth grade. So just being, you know, active around that area, just getting using the filters to my advantage to my advantages. By the time I started getting more active in the community by 10th grade, uh, I there were several mentors, two or three, that noticed, you know, when you when you when your face is seen on a repetitive basis, you kind of become known in that sector because people know who you are. They see you, you're being active, you're not just slogging around and by the uh, in 11th grade around end of there i my mentor gave me the opportunity to do yes plus and usually you can only do that when you're in the university and she's giving me an opportunity like a, two years earlier which is in which was incredible one it was i don't remember the university's name but it was a new well, fairly new group in this university that they had opened and they had a couple new members and they were willing to take anyone. So I was paired with a group. I'm, I'll try to cut it as short, but I was paired with a group of three. to So everyone had like four people in their group and this consisted with university people and everyone else. And 
I've and I was like the only high school students coming from Virginia with my Bose headphones and just trying to act act all cool and trying to figure out what is this university lifestyle. But I was paired with three folks and these were also outliers because they had three different disabilities. One who couldn't see, one who couldn't hear, and one who had a problem of if um I don't know what you call it. I haven't done so much research on, but when there's too much uh, stress built up into the system, they just run off like forever. So pretty much it's on like they run off for 10 minutes and come out, come back with like a refreshing mindset, but they just, they just kind of go. And so you have to stop them and like trying to get them before they just run off wherever they feel like. Um, it's like psychological issues kind of that play around in their head. So I was in that group and I had only, I was only there for three weeks for that summit. And um, I tried to make myself a part of them so I could figure out and try to make them feel comfortable. In that one and a half week, it, they just didn't want to, like they were resisting of that point. And the professor, there was one professor who was active with that group. And he told me, if there's one thing that humans are, if there's one thing every human or animal have to their advantages, it's observing the prey. I mean, that's for animals for eating them. But in terms of humans observing their surroundings and what are they actually doing? You know, because when you observe someone, you see the little things that no one else can see because people are just randomly talking or they don't know what's happening because you're being active around the scenario. But I observed them for two days straight and I saw that the one thing, well, actually three things, three things that were highlighting was that they, they felt like they weren't part of it because about like 90% of everyone was like normal and they felt like because of this disability they were like an outlier of the graph like when you connect all the dots there are those three outlying points which don't connect because they just can't so that and you know their self-appearance and who they were you know some people not appreciating the the, the for their personality or their soul and um, I kind of, that one and a half week that I had left, I kind of twisted it around. So I kind of said, you know what, let me try to show what my weaknesses are and try to show them the highlight of, you don't, no one can judge you by who you are because if you like yourself, people are gonna end up liking your, the way you present because yeah. it's the confidence in the present presentation that tells people that, okay, you know, he might have this, but just what, from how he likes himself, I'll buy it in. And that's with anything, you know, you've seen this from big celebrities to small town people where the ones who put their voice out and they have like a, they appreciate and they like themselves. I think that's what takes them far. And from there on, we, I mean, I might've lost touch with them, but that in, when I was there presently, we were all like talking and like, with like the chitter chatter box at that point. And at that point, they were trying to see what group had evolved. And I was the one where I was put on the spotlight in front of all these university students going like he came out of this, you know, the background and everything and kind of got the applause of doing something that taking the big step for someone to helping them see something else. And when I came back, it, I didn't expect those three weeks to change my whole perspective of that. I'm kind of meant to help folks see a different avenue so, and um, I think COVID kind of pushed the button where 
for college students, the biggest the biggest pinpoint for them is that when they when they go to high school to college, it's that how they're going to survive type of a thing, and they stress about that or just trying to get in the college environment. When they go to college, the professional workforce, they stress about the fact that how are we going to perform, and it's the words that they use that keep them in the depression state. So I know that was a little bit of a long explanation, but <laughs> yep. <laughs> So the, that was, it sounds like that was just an, an amazing experience for you, though that uh, that whole yeah. summit. Yeah. So. Yep. So what was that summit exactly? I mean, you were uh, paired with a bunch of people. I mean, was it was it breathing exercises? Was it speaking spirituality? Was it speaking? Yeah. You know, where where what was that? So, I wish I had remembered the location because one, I was so the group was different, but we were paired. Um, since I had come over, well, I was, I came from a different region in the United States. It was within the U S. Um, I was staying at someone else's house and I, um, what am I, I'm trying to figure out what the point I'm trying to get to pretty much that whole scenario. We, we weren't teaching spirituality. They were teaching us the breathing techniques to do it and putting it on us and doing like group activities pretty much. Yeah. That's what the whole purpose was. So like doing the ujjayi breath or doing the practices or kind of focusing on the third eye all those kind of doing the session and also having like the breaks in between kind of getting to collaborate with one another and get to know uh each other um so that was the whole purpose so i would i would that you could kind of call that like the pre-years before i, I kind of got into the research during my re uh college years and started like looking at at it like Oh, I didn't know about this or learning perspective. So now is that the is the is this the same college that you're going to now? That the summit was held at? Uh no. So no, oh, okay. this was this this was at NVC. This was like a totally different college. Oh, okay. But but I did get off uh I did get an offer from the professor to go there, even though I didn't. You chose not to, yeah, okay. Yeah, so well, so that was the start of your journey as far as you, now, now you realize you want to, uh, I'm assuming that you want to help people. Like that's, that that's what your perspective was changed. Yeah. Uh, so when I went into the art of living, I think I, I mean, besides the fact that I left it um, when I entered BCU, basically when I entered my college years, I kind of left it because it was, I was mostly dominated. I was dominated around the Virginia area so I couldn't help as much so the one thing I'm looking to do is go back in that community when everything opens up and trying to take the knowledge that I've done by myself like self-research and look at everyone else like people I've helped outside and now put after three years of not being a part of them just saying you know what this is what I have, you know, is there anything that I can do? You know, I was active for these four or five years. I know it's been a bit of a break, but I've definitely been on the uh, constant side of research because folks will know if you've done it or you know what you're talking about versus folks that just, you know, you've just not really done your research pretty much, which shows to be. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of the, the end goal that I'm looking to. Like, I mean, they're big aspirations to that but yes kind of what your point pertains to so when so when you 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 you're approaching right now 
you're four of you're focusing on uh well obviously tonight dads but so is your main target audience adults or is this adults or is it college students or anyone of any age or you you start looking for a certain demographic right now to work with Uh, so i'd like to say like this yoga spirituality meditation anything one of those threes kind of can um they can kind of correlate with any age group whether they're small kids to older adults because this can the the um the exercises are so basic the techniques are so simple that anyone can implement it at any age you know you can you're never too late in that sense. I mean, yeah, you might have wished you'd wanted to done it earlier, but that's why I don't want to get the part of I wish or I hope because one of the reasons I was saying words are very powerful is we tend to look at the past so much and we tend to look at the future of what's going to happen that we don't really focus at what we have right now. And sometimes that has a, that allows us to lose things that we have at the present and wanting to strive for what we have in the what, that we want in the future so any I'm I guess to answer your question I kind of target any age group because whatever next big step you're taking whether you're making a family or you're going to college you're finding your neck you're getting into the workforce you're getting a graduate program or whatever it is you know you're suffering through a bad time where you have a court case on you it I think that it's pertained to all those audience members pretty much anything anyone yeah i would absolutely and i I would just i would assume the the (laughs) the teaching part changes you know depending on the age like if you know you younger kids as to an adult but yeah yeah, i like it you know i i agree i think anyone could really benefit from meditation or breathing and so i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to uh learning some tonight myself so yeah (laughs) yeah my uh my kids my kids do yoga uh occasionally and then uh when i'm working out i'll do some yoga as well (laughs) sprinkle that in there so it's uh yeah they're great exercises and you know between the stretching and the breathing it's it's uh yeah it's great i actually really enjoy it i enjoy it way more than i ever thought i would so but i won't admit it publicly never never will i tell (laughs) anyone we did that yoga during the dad's fit challenge yep Yep. And yeah, and Jess had to help me off the floor, but it, it was great while we were there, while yeah. I was down there. <laughs> yeah, I, the one pose that I've uh, heard from people is they love the shavasana part when they lay down, which is like the best pose. But that's actually like the ending pose because that's when you would have to do the entire uh, workout. A lot of the times, folks like to take it as a joke where when they're in shavasana, they're like, we're we're doing the yoga practice when they're actually sleeping, but yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess I can't use that excuse anymore. You just called me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, my wife's like, "You're going to bed?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm exercising." Yoga. <laughs> I don't think there's I'm a pillow. I'm doing the yoga poses. Yeah, there's no pillows so, in yoga. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, the I think. I think something which a lot of people um, don't know about is where, you know, folk, you know, a lot of, as younger kids, they like to question everything that how is this going to help in the future? Or even adults, you know, what is the purpose of this? Why should I spend my time in this? 
And one of the reasons I would say that if you end up to choose, you know, whether you're studying in high school, college, or later in your adult life, like 50, 40, 30, if you even do it for 10 years, what the whole point of meditation is, it brings up a lot of energy within the soul that if you keep on doing it, it just keeps increasing. And how that helps is when you get older, there's body aches, there's body pains, there's all those wonderful things that we don't like to experience. And it doesn't make you feel that because I've seen my mom's dad and he's what? He's somewhere between the 70 or 80 range. And he started like when he was 22. And like, this is like not even a child wise. And we, uh, I still, when he came to the US, we were just playing tennis. And this is when I was in my high school years. He was watching for five, 10 minutes. And he said, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give it a shot. And so you expect to give it an easier turn because he's in the 70 to 80, 70 to 80s range. Yeah, yeah. He said, give it, give it your best shot. Put it like that. He lit, I mean, I, I'm not so good in like professional tennis, but <laughs> whoever is like the top male athletes in the professional tennis world, he literally was playing like, it felt like he was playing the old version of that person. Literally, <laughs> yeah. it's like he was his, you know, the stamina, he was sweating, he was moving like an active 20 year old. And I was like, how is this, you know, possible from any stretch? And he said that when you're doing yoga and meditation for such a long, for such a long time, the heat's so big that no one can take it away. It just grows. And when I, and you know, he said, after playing this tennis, when I rest, it just becomes, it just grows from that nature. You know, when you work in the gym, you know, you're sweating, you're keeping yourself maintained regularly, you're, you know, the body wise. And, but when you leave it for three years, you'll see that the pain starts to come back because you, where you have to do on a consistent basis to not feel that pain. So it's good to do the physical activity that you want because that's what keeps you motivated. But I like to say folks that don't have an interest in doing simple techniques or something that sort, that just giving it 15 minutes will help you improve in on, um, on major scales pretty much. Yeah, I, I got to say uh, the meditation thing I'm not, uh, I'm not doing. I don't have anything against it. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things that never really clicked. Yeah, it never clicked. It never. Uh, so when I was doing Taekwondo in high school and um, and later after the military, uh, one of the things you do after a workout is, you know, you kind of you, you meditate. You like you, you know, yeah. you, you and it's usually only for a minute or two. It's to, just to calm you down a little bit after working out. And uh, um. But I don't know. I always just, I always just remember being in my head thinking, "All right, I'm ready to go home." <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. But, but maybe I don't. I got a ham sandwich in my bag. Yeah, and it's calling my name. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, you know, with, you know, yoga is still, you know, you're you, you're moving the body, so it feels like you're in the moment. You're doing something. But with med, I can I can see that being a little bit of a tricky challenge. You know, when you when you're starting day one. And you're doing the meditation practices it's you know it's either really hard to follow the voice it's really hard to just be silent because you're thinking of so many things around your head you know whatever it may be a thousand things but what i've noticed is if you're in a room of silence away from all your personal gatherings or anything that you're craving 
it helps to destroy the um, autonomy of you know I'm close to something because if you're doing it in front of in front of uh, if you if the location is where it's a busy place where your your kids or family members are over there talking and you then that might not be the best resolution you know in a car somewhere that's more quiet because it helps you focus on the listener's voice and a lot of the times it keeps you in the moment so i one thing i like to uh say is um what's that if you tend to tend um i tell folks if you tend to feel like you're holding something like an imaginary thing and just you're like slowly seeing it evolve that tends to help you feel like you're touching something you're moving your hands for folks that don't can't really um who can't sit still or just use everything in their head some folks can some can't so in the beginning i remember there was one student who he just couldn't close his eyes and he just had to see because he's like what if something happens you know what if someone comes with an axe or whatnot and it's like that no one's gonna come with that but yeah we i i first made him hold a, a basic two like a pencil and i said just feel like there's energy in this pencil that you're trying to put in yourself so you can focus and slowly we went from the pencil to holding an imaginary pencil into like him just putting his hands on his lap so you know sometimes it, it takes baby steps to get there but it is it is definitely hard to focus because the noise and the distractions so but i i i, I would like to say that it usually takes more than if you can hit the 24 day um if you can if you end up doing it more than 24 days you've kind of hit the break where it it becomes impossible to not focus so it like it becomes easier to focus it's sort of like that yeah yeah and the, so what's your favorite thing to really i guess uh you know when you when you start talking to someone what uh what are you trying to gauge as far as like where you know where you're going with them uh like an existing person or like a new person yeah say you have a new person we've just met you know uh what i guess your initial conversation with them where you where are you going with it okay yeah um if i meet someone for the first time and you know we've texted or whatever way of communication we've gone through i think the first i think the first three things i ask them is one is a major question that do you believe in what I'm doing? Because if, if you don't, this won't work out because you actually have to believe the fact that you can hit that state of Nirvana because it might seem impossible out of this world. You know, they've been, they've been celebrities like Dwayne Johnson that never thought they'd go from the NFL to being the celebrity they are, but you have to give, the 5% belief with from my side or from your side to actually think, you know, I can, I can possibly hit at least a percent or half of it. And so once we agree on the whole believing system and that you can like the pot that wanted to change your habits or, uh, do, you know, saying positive words or whatever your problem is, then that's when we go into the session that, okay, now I've got a, he, he's got the, base foundation that he wants to improve in this area. He, he wants to believe in it. And then I try to, um, focus around what should I, uh, 
then I try to understand how long have they done it before or not, and then take it from the area of either starting them with the basics or starting them from a certain point. Like I've had folks that I've talked to that have done it for five, who'd done it for five years and then didn't do it for four years, and then they wanted to get back. So they knew a couple of the techniques, but I just need to like, you know, revise it with them or something of that sort. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Awesome. So uh, I'm I'm excited to dive into the world of helping dads because Brendan and I have been doing a lot of research lately on on dads and families and mental health surrounding uh, fathers, uh, head of the household, and um, you know the stressors of raising a family, the stressors of work the stresses of being able to provide for your family. So what are some things from your professional opinion that dads can do to maybe get themselves back grounded and not let their brains or their minds spin out of control so they can be present for their families? And, like, like when their and, daughter's running around pulling off a diaper? When their two-year-old's <laughs> running around naked around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How do I uh, breathe? After putting several diapers on. <laughs> How do I breathe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, it was it was very humid today too, so that didn't help. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in scenarios where whether it's a diaper changing or any other stressful <laughs> stressful matters, yeah. I think so the just so I understand the question is like what are some tips or tricks, right? So I understand. Yeah, yeah. Or any, anything that, you know, can can help the dads out there that are are just are that are feeling like they're at their wits end after a long crazy day or or week or you know maybe it's the stressors at work it's not so much the family but there that's that's carrying over into the home so right. you know what are some things that dads can do to maybe get level the, get, yeah get back down to earth and you know be able to be present for their family and be that positive role model that we all want to be right yeah sometimes um it, it it gets a little hard when the day goes by or the weeks go by because there's always one little thing that's it's like a small little problem that just slowly becomes big and then that that just bursts out in a big problem or whatever the yeah. case might be i like to say that thinking of it as um it's hard to balance the seesaw when you put two children on it and one says, I'm going to make you thud and just goes boom on one side. It's like you either go one side of the personal side that you love it so much, or you go hard on the professional side that you love that so much. And it's when you try to say, put it in a balance where it doesn't feel as fun because there's no thudding or pushing on either sides. So I think one thing, I think, well, several things I would want to say is one if you're someone who's who you see constantly you know using profane language day in day out you know not like the positive words like in terms of positive connotation where you think that saying that negative word will kind of reach the destination that you want or in the like i mean a lot of the times you wouldn't say in the workforce but even outside of that you know being rude to employer just not showing a good image of yourself, just writing down your thoughts or just focusing 
on the breath, which might seem extremely hard because you're just focusing on the inhale and the exhale, or even the um, there was there was something else that I remember. I don't remember what it was, but anything of those of that sort within that uh, field that really helps you come to the present moment and doesn't help. Um, it kind of shift shifts the reality because when you say the because if you end up changing like the negative word connotation to saying positive words, there's the saying that you're hitting back on the universe and it's going to come 10 times back on a specific day in terms of a positive way or a negative way. You know, when we say I hope or I wish, we're all be using it in the sense that, you know, he's all he wished he did this. He hoped he's going to do this. So we're just never going to make it happen. Just stay where you are. The ones who say I even if you can't, you know, if even if it's a task that's extremely difficult, but you say, I will try, well, not try. <laughs> I will do my best to be a positive role model, right? You're already saying the positive steps that it will eventually come. You know, you've already taken the one step that a half a million people might not because they, they, we get in the whole slur of saying something re repetitively that we think it's a good train. And I, this goes to change, you know, when you change the, the track of a, of a plane or an, uh, a train, it, people tend to question, why did you take that? Wait, no, what was the reason for that? There's so many questions that arise. And I think if you're willing to take those changes, that's what, um, that, that's what makes a huge improvement. Um, I'm trying to think of what are some of the examples. Um, you know, if you're coming back from work and you, you've kind of not had a good day, just sitting in your car and putting, I mean, if you have a headspace or calm, that's great. If you don't, you know, you can always go on YouTube and you can find there's actually focusing music where it'll give you a self-reflection moment where you can just close your eyes for 15 minutes and let it all out over there. Whether you want to yell with inside your head or you want to yell within uh, within your space, but do it where obviously you have there is no folks around because then that won't be a good image of yourself. <laughs> you don't um, want them to think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. You don't want them to think you're a little bit mental. Um, but, Too late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, I, I think those are some of the um, tips and tricks. And, you know, I think everyone's different. You know, some folks, even after doing the, being that had a uh, space of meditating, they want to still take it out somewhere. So, I've seen folks that just write it out. You know, they write out all their feelings. They'll crumple it or they'll, they crumple it or some might fire it or they'll shred it. I would not recommend the firing one, but the just, they, I think you have to find what's comfortable for you. You know, even if you think I'm not going to do the meditation or the yoga, you know, I would still say if you'd want to take something from this, Find something that keeps you at it, whether it's listening to an Ariana Grande if you're at the age of 50 or listen, or just w seeing, um, watching animals go on, or just seeing animals running on YouTube, you know, whatever it is, just try to keep yourself sane because the more you can do that and be a little bit positive, your outlook will definitely change. And I didn't, um, I found this out like, a couple a couple of months ago where the folks that tend have the behavior to say 
profane languages or I mean and I'm saying this to those that say it frequently, not ones that's in like once in a blue moon. That how that decreases your vocabulary in terms of what you want to say, and it kind of makes you stutter. Like it when it comes to self uh, presentation, it becomes hard for you to say anything. Versus the ones who say positive words, it helps you keep you on your toes, which I didn't know about. Um, but yeah, fun fact. That's that's a and that's a valid point uh, in the why uh, you know to your point of speaking positively. We had a uh, we had a thing in the why it was it was called the the yes initiative. Yes. So so whenever yep. we were talking with a member or we were writing out policies for a certain area of the facility, it was never. Uh, no diving in the shallow and no running. It was always, everything always had to be yes-based. Everything had, you had, you had to figure out how to write everything positive and communicate. You know, if a member had a question and the answer in your head was no, you had to figure out how to say that in a yes, you know, type motive. That's so, got to be challenging. It was challenging. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's, it's so but, easy. Uh, yeah. It's so, I, I get it. Yeah. It's so easy to say no. Because I, I don't know if it's because of it being two, a two-letter word versus yes being a three-letter word, but it's so easy to say no because it feels like you've kind of satisfied the proposition. When it comes to saying yes or even to like a big deal when a company buys a company, it feels, you know, we tend to take a, it tends to have us think before we like, should we say yes to this? You know, are we committed? You know, that all the questions tend to pop up. But I, if we, if if even if we want to say no, there are different ways to say it. You know, I don't feel as comfortable. You know, versus just verbatimly saying no. You know, kind of fixing or auto tuning the way you yeah. um, use your words correctly, pretty much. I I don't think saying no occasionally is that bad. I think yeah. Some, I, I think someone. I I honestly think it's a positive thing because some people just can't can't say no and then they overextend themselves and then they're you know what i mean and then it's just not a positive thing for for them so you know i i i don't think no is a terrible word you know but yeah Yeah. if it's all the time if it's constant yeah i can see where that's just super negative yeah for the folks that keep saying you know that you know it's good to say yes but for for areas that where you say it in a different format and it doesn't work out yeah, in extreme cases, yeah, it's all—it's always good to say the no answer when it becomes too big of a thing. You know, sometimes you yeah. want to reduce that workload, um, and I, you know, I think what the whole point, at least, um, the, and this is actually the definition of what yoga means. So, yoga is technically, or med- even meditation, is originated in India, but it in the in the language of Sanskrit, which is like in something used in the old days, it means unite. And unite means to unite thoughts, ideas, collaborate. So it's kind of coming back to the same sense where you're, you're, you're collaborating and you're, you're putting your thoughts on paper and kind of being a part of the community. That's, you know, I think that's where it all comes back to. And it, it also depends on personality to personality. You know, sometimes when people are in the greatest, um, in the 
uh, deepest bad moments, they're looking for that little piece of advice to change them. And when they find that, they go on their merry pathway. They're folks that just need it for the certain health issues that they're facing. And that also helps them in that those scenarios. So I think meditation is something where it's trying to keep you balanced with everything and trying to focus on what's the end on to help you focus on the present and not on the end goal because what is going to happen is what's pertained to happen is going to end up happening you know you, so, you yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut. can you explain a little bit more about your your definition of meditation because i think that word in itself could could be overwhelming yeah because I, I think it could, some people can say, I don't have enough time in the day to sit and meditate. I've got four kids. I got to cook dinner. I got, so, you know, um, maybe, maybe give us a little insight on, cause, cause from what I'm hearing, meditation can be just a couple minutes in your car at the end of the day. So yeah. I, I don't know, kind of talk a little bit about, about that with us. So yeah, meditation is keeping the, keeping the mind sane and having you Focus on the thing that really matters the most and kind of being it, just being in your present state, you know, and meditation isn't something where I'm asking you for like a full 30 or one hour. You know, if you have the time, great. But this is as simple as five to 10 minute ranges. I mean, obviously one minute wouldn't really do the job, but it, the <laughs> minimum at least is five minutes because what it does is if you a lot of the times, especially with families that have be, that have a lot of kids, let's say, you know, you get so many bouncing ideas. Like, let's give an example. You might have a college student, a high school student, a middle school and elementary, you know, they all come with thoughts that, you know, we have to apply to this shop. We have to apply to this university. Oh, we have this assignment due. Oh, I forgot. I don't know how to do ABC. You know, you have four thoughts coming all at once. And then you have a couple of family members saying that, oh, no, you have to pay for this. We have to pay for this. And so we get bogged down by all the tasks that are given to us. And then we're like, wait, I wish I was in this scenario. You know, you know, you, know, you we tend to wish about things that we, that uh, could have happened. And then, because of that, we put ourselves in the, in the self-depression mode. So what meditation does is it clears all those thoughts, but not like wipe you forever, like in, in like how movies are where they just electrocute you, but pretty <laughs> much have you focus on that, okay, I have to be in the moment. I cannot think of what's happened before me or what's gonna happen after me because if I stay off where I am now, I know things are going to get better and they eventually do. So it just keeps you centered. Whereas you might shift on the left side of yourself or the right side of yourself. So was that, was that the trick that you were talking about earlier with the pencil? So just holding on and just focusing on the pencil, cause that's going to help you clear all of that other clutter that's bouncing around in your head. Yeah, like because I, I find out a lot of times when I'm laying down at bed before bed and I'm laying and I'm trying to go to sleep, I'm like thinking of seven million things yeah. at the same time. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. And 
as you get older, you know, responsibilities become... Hey, you can just say it. Brendan and I are old. <laughs> you, keep yeah. Yeah. you keep bouncing around that. We know yeah. we're old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <A> gray beard. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, as you, as you get, you know, older, the responsibilities get more harder and tighter. You know, they, things get more difficult. And so we tend to find ourselves going like yeah it's gonna happen or we just don't tend to be in the present because it's like we where it's like we've always done things that it's always gonna end up like that in the future we don't we, we just think it's not gonna be as good so lot i feel like even and i even tell folks that even if you don't have any time of the day and a lot of the times there's some people who just can't sleep that's the best time to do it just laying on there because you can literally um like i um, you can lit literally use your breath to breathe like a Darth Vader. Like I can give an example right now. So I don't know if you can hear it, but mm -hmm. what I'm doing, I'm bouncing the breathing particles in my, within my, um, throat so I can suck all the thoughts in there and like, just let it go that, you know, and folks tend to say, you know, a lot of folks who have high stress manners and end up having to pay like thousands of dollars for psychology or for like psychology appointments or, uh, that's not a good word, like therapist, someone to help them, a guiding partner. You know, I feel like you already have the answer, which is helping you live, which is your breath. I mean, that is the only thing that you can change, which will help you get out of your comfort zone. I just got to say that Darth Vader thing was really cool. People can't see you, but like he, he his mouth was closed. Yeah. And it, it sounded like, cool. it, yeah, it was pretty. I was like, oh my God, what is he doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I secretly turned my mic off when I tried to do it. But yeah. Yeah. You have to. It sounded like work. a frog. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to like suck the. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. So you have to like suck the, um, the breath in and like kind of like use the voice to kind of slowly put that down so when i did it the first 10 times it was pretty, it was pretty bad but <laughs> as i got as i kept doing it with practice i got better so you got me on that one i just now i want to you need to teach me stuff yeah constantly yeah <laughs> sure uh, no, so okay so i i think parents parents are quick to anger i think a lot of them right because uh, something happens and they can't control it and they've told them they've told them no like 10 times uh, uh is there is there anything that you could recommend that that would i i mean i mean con other than maybe uh, constant meditation uh you know, because I think that would kind of calm you down, right? In the long run, yeah. if you're always, yes. you know, on a daily basis, you're, you're, you know, you're taking a little bit of me time. Yeah. You're, right. uh, you're, you're, you're finding your center. You're, you know, you're going with that. Uh, but what about in the, like, yeah. in the instant? You yeah, know, I'm, I am way past counting to ten. I'm up, I'm up to like a hundred. <laughs> I'm up yeah. to like a hundred. I, I, I think I've done a pretty good job. I've I've kind of, but even then, I still get loud every now and then. Uh, right. You know, um, but not angry. Not angry. You know, just loud. So uh, yeah, like like putting your voice out there, but in like a loud manner. But like correct. What what, what happens if it happens in the moment? You know, yeah. where yeah. if you're with like a small kid or a big kid or someone who's in their college years. 
you know, when you're in the moment and you're in, you've tried everything to keep your sanity, but the other person is not in that moment. They just don't understand it. What I've noticed is if you've done the explanation or you've done your part, your, your due, your due diligence, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, it one, it depends on the other person. You know, some people will notice and they'll like back off and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. But if they don't, if it's in a scenario where you're in a group and you're and and you're going to do it in front of like five people, then just stepping back and backing off and leaving it where it is would be the best option. But if it's in your family, yeah, I think telling them to... When you take a few breaths, be a little bit calmer, come back in 10 minutes and then discuss with me, we'll cut off that part of the uh, part of that talk, which will have the other person reflect. Like I've seen this happen. I mean, even in our house, when my younger brother, I mean, he's in his years, let's put it like that, um, where he doesn't understand certain things. And so when it comes to certain areas, he'll tend to use his louder voice and so you know as you know my with my parents being older they tend to be like you know what are you talking about you know you, sh- you should have been more clear or whatnot you know because they they tend to they tend to misplace the sentences because they're still learning yeah so a lot of the times i've seen them you know either just back off and let him do the self-reflection and then, then he'll be like oh i didn't really mean that because they didn't mean it at the moment they yeah. just say it because it comes at the head yeah. As 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 um as adults, you know, whenever we get something from a boss, we're like, man, why did he give me this thing? I don't even know how to do it. It comes at the head. But if we take, if we go outside for ten minutes, or we go outside for fifteen minutes, it has us blanked out. Like, I mean, not in a bad way, but in a good way, where we are taking the oxygen in, and that we're just focusing on what's happening around it presently. And I think just breaking off conversations and when places where there's like an argument or fight is the best way to have that other person self-reflect. And if you and if they're not able to and they just keep following you, just telling them that, hey, you know, I don't think it's going to get any better. You know, just telling them verbatim because eventually they will get tired of following you. I can promise you that they will. If there's 10 flight of stairs, and you walk up the nine and they don't have any stamina, they will stop by the third one. I can promise you that. So I think you just have to let the other person self-reflect. And if they don't and they don't come back, just be just have your own self-achievement moment where you've done your part. And I like to say the world is a very small place. You don't know what's going to hit when, you know, I've seen folks that have been extremely rude and they they think, you know, no one is better than them. And once everything's snatched away from them, they become so down to earth that you're like, I never seen this side of them. Yeah. So I think you you have to let them realize it on themselves um, because there's only so much you can explain. Yep. Yep. So yeah. All right. I like that. I think that's good mental health for both. Yeah, separating yourself from the tensions are high. Yeah, yeah, It's just like, all right, time out, time out, right? Time out. Well, it's just being able to be cognizant that you have to separate yourself. That's the toughest part, right? Because you're in the moment. You're like, uh, don't touch the stove. 
Don't touch yeah. yourself. And don't touch a, yourself. As a, as a don't man, touch yourself. I'm gonna touch myself. You know, it's as, like it's like one a, of those. As a yeah. as a dad, if you feel like you're on the brink of winning the argument, yeah, I mean, you you we want to stick with it. You know, winning, but, winning the but, argument, good one. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, as, you know, as yeah, as that was a good point. As as um as dads or as uh, men, when we grow up, we tend to be like we want to win that thing because we've started it with, you know, this is our moment to rise and shine because you know, that's how they show it on the visuals or on the screen or on the posters. But reality wise, if it, what I've seen, it, I, the thing I like to show it as is, um, what is a good thing? It's like a ping pong match. If you hit the ball, when you hit the, when you hit it over the court and you start the argument, they're going to hit it back and it's going to just going to keep going. Because eventually they want it to fall on someone's side. And when it does, if it falls on your side or the other person's side, someone ends up apologizing. Because they know someone's obviously got humility, um, has felt bad or, you know, has been exposed around the environment or whatever it is. So, I mean, yes, sometimes you want to have that moment. But I think... A lot of the times you want to at least see around that, you know, where you at, you know, if you're in a group of 10 people, maybe not winning that argument would be best. You know, that might be their approach of what they think now. And five years later, they might agree to what you think and you might think of what they think. So I think I, I like to say, folks say, a lot of people tell me that why is everyone has their own perspective? And I, and the one thing I want to say that I tell everyone is we're not robots. We're not one-minded because if we were, we wouldn't have different designers. We wouldn't have different people showing their own creative talent or their own personalities or doing different things. We would all be drawing dot like uh, uh, coloring dots, you know? Yeah. So that's what makes everyone unique from the perspective and, you know, the evolution factor. You know, robots don't evolve. They're just programmed to do what they do. And I think I like to look at it as like a blessing that we all think differently because with the day when it comes, when a time like the Terminator, it's going to be a disaster. So that I think um, just appreciating the fact that when you're talking to someone, just understanding their viewpoints but you're putting yours on the table and you know understanding you know how does he interpret things and how does that other person interpret things you know there are folks who just don't believe in the whole spirituality thing who i've met and i you know i totally get that that's not your zone that this is where i'm from that's from where you're from you know we'll, we'll try to find a way of a common topic and if we don't then you move on to the next person I mean, there's like half of at least like a trillion people in the world. So, I mean, you can't find at least one person to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just so. want to circle back to the profane language thing. Um, yeah. So I use mine positively. Um, so <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. No discussion needed. No discussion needed. Yeah. I'm just throwing no that out there. Follow up. It's more no of a comment up. than a question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I think uh, joking around, you know, I, I, I don't mean to completely circle back to that, but uh, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people use it and it's uh, it's awful. And I do use profane language uh, sometimes on this show. 
And uh, it. I did notice that our our rating was listed as explicit on Spotify. Yeah, I do that just in case. <laughs> <laughs> there's some shows where I do I do swear quite a bit, and then there's some shows I don't. Uh, um, but I can see how that is overall negative, and I can see how mm-hmm. that. Uh, and if that's a driver in your life, I can see how that is is not a good thing. So, you know. You know, tra- bouncing this into positivity, uh, I, I've done a so I've had a, a really bad employers. Uh, I've worked with a bunch of people that I I haven't enjoyed, and a lot of them are just extremely negative people. So I've really tried to just get myself out of that that way. And and and, yeah. and you know I, I don't man when you when you talk to someone that's so negative that you like you bring up a positive point. You're like, oh, well, you know, at least, hey, the sun's shining. They're like, well, the sun is really hot and I can't stand it. You know, like it it doesn't matter what you say. Like they're just they, they want to be in the gutter. They want right. to be in the gutter. And uh, so for me, I've always kind of just tried to separate myself from those type of people. Such a, uh, I right. really I just unfortunately um, a few of them I really liked. I considered them friends. But, you know, after a while, it was just like, you know, what? I, I, they're toxic. I can't be around that. Uh, so I guess, uh, so one of the things you want to talk about was positivity. Now, uh, how do you, is there, is it self-affirmations? Is it, what, what is a driver of positivity in your life? Like what, what do you, how do you keep it going? Cause it, you know, not everything is sunshine and rainbows, right? Sometimes you have a really awful day, right? Like you get up, you fall, I mean, you stub your toe, the shower's cold, you know, everything. So, so how do you, how do you keep it going? So, yeah, that, you know, I feel like that is a 365 definition for everyone, you know, where I, I think the one thing millennials have taken in a very wrong manner is, I mean, some get the difference, which is when you see a social media platform like Instagram or Facebook, where they're showing the good, the good times, like, Oh, you know, they're on the beach or they're in their friends. You know, they're having a good time. Yeah. No one's, I, I can guarantee you this. No one's ever going to put a time when they're suffering. I've not seen one post at least one time someone's suffering or, you know, oh, I've had a bad day, this, this, and this, you might see it's like a very few chance. And a lot of the times Instagram and Facebook doesn't promote that because they want to show the good time, the good times. But with the struggles of 50% good and 50% bad, the way, the way that keeps me going is looking back at those moments when I had the good time with my family or the friends, you know, Remembering those days and going like, you know what, it didn't go, this this day didn't go as well or it went extremely awful and finding your filter because that one thing that you really like, you know, even if it's simply drinking beer, hands on, that's what's going to make you feel, you know, I everything might have gone extremely bad today, but I at least got to do the one thing I like. And then slowly that builds into your rep- reputation that, you know, I, you know, it, it, it keep, it kept me sane. You know, for me, it's when I, when I don't feel like doing meditation or yoga, when it's gone extremely wrong in all directions, which really happens because I do it in the morning, I will tend to listen to, um, podcasts or 
other people's podcasts or even uh, um, just sounds of rain or like uh, living things pretty much because it helps me connect and makes me feel like, you know what, at least we can talk, we can see, we can do a lot of things versus other people in the world that don't even have the opportunity for that. You know, look at a deer or a dog or those people. They have to squander their way around the forest or folks who can't see or who can't hear, you know, they they have to live with that disability. Like, I can't even imagine what they have to do and how people make fun of them and the ones that have grown out of that and the ones who just stay in their, uh, stay within their boxes. Um, so I think I try to look at the very worst picture that could have happened and say like being just grateful and humble of what you have now, because if you're not what you even have will be taken and what you want in the future will not happen. So like just when I, started to say when I said that I'm going to commit to making an impact of the community and being the grateful and humble type of person that just stretched long ways that it helped me to get into this medium. So, you know, it, it helps you find other ways where it's like, I never thought about that. You know, it just took one person to say that you might, you know, you do have a bit of stunning moments, but you would be a good person to uh, present it through podcast medium, uh, like as a guest or whatnot. So. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, I think I'm saying some mind blowing advice, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's definitely come with the experience of what I've seen in terms of personalities. You know, I've seen folks, I've seen college roommates just shout at one another like, "What are you doing? You know, this is my heritage. You're you're just trying to spoil it or whatnot." It's like they might have not really meant it that way. It just they didn't know. You know, that's what they've been used to. Like I've yeah. seen folks where. It, um, they'll use a specific, they eat a specific type of food and people complain that what's that type of smell instead of saying, you know, you know, uh, uh, instead of being interested in what type of food is that, you know, it's like trying to look at it as like a curiosity way and kind of, instead of, instead of saying, you know, instead of getting triggered. Why, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim, do you have any more questions? Yeah, no, I was just, I was in my mind, it was just recapping. So, you know, because, you know, these are things that I was really interested in. So positive thinking, positive talking, focusing on that breathing, focusing on the exhaling, the breathing in, and then just taking five minutes, 10 minutes a day to ground yourself, get back, clear your mind, get back down so you can yeah. be the person that you want to be for your family. I, I, I think those are, that's just great advice. I yeah. Love I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on today. And I think that, yeah. Yeah. I, even if they institute one of those things. Yeah. Really, you know, I mean, hopefully at night when you lay down in bed, instead of sitting there looking at TikTok or Facebook on your phone for 10 yeah. minutes before Jim, you go to sleep. Jim's talking to himself. I'm talking right now. to myself, <laughs> put the phone down and just take some time and just, just get right with yourself. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if uh, for dads that want to be like, I want to implement this right now, you know, if you're going to bed or you're watching the TV or you're done watching the TV, whatever you're doing, if you want to implement it starting now for just five minutes where you you have no one around you, I think the simplest thing you can do at this point is just 
shut your eyes or but listen to your breath and just probably put um focusing music on youtube if you you know if you um don't have services like headspace.com um because there are definitely there are definitely other ways besides paying to get these services um i definitely believe in that um so yeah i, I think one is the belief and one's the motivation and the third thing is being persistent with it because mm -hmm. it can be really hard to just say uh you know i don't really want to do it for five ten minutes but just being on to that and saying that you know what, i'm just going to do it it's just going to be five minutes and we'll yeah. go on to the next it's just, thing it's just five minutes just do it just right? five minutes just do yeah, it just do yeah. it yeah. and i think the i think the big thing that we hit on with that is i've because i've personally have heard so many people say i can't I can't meditate because my mind is so busy, but you just presented the way. So whether it's holding that pencil or putting that music on and just focusing on that music, That's right. which will automatically just start clearing everything else out yeah. of your head. And the minute you start to, your mind starts to wander, you say, Oh wait, wait a minute, music, music, yeah. Think and, about and, that music. And if you don't have a, a music system in your head, you know, uh, and not even not a silent room, just, looking at the pencil or any object you have and just kind of getting yourself back to ground you know even if what a lot of the lot of the times i've heard that if you're focusing and you end up losing it and you open your eyes that you lose that uh aura but that's not really true you know you've gained it from just those two minutes you were part of and just stabilizing and getting back in the moment doesn't hurt so it's awesome. not like a it's not like a set rule where it's like oh you've destroyed the autonomy of meditation. No, there's no book against it. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> it's my that, legs weren't went, crossed. My fingers weren't. <laughs> right. no, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think we're one. We're not robots, and second, we make mistakes as humans. You know, it's it's indefinite. You know, we've all made some mistake that we either want to share, or we don't want to share. But it's it's. Um, I think that's what makes it special. Right. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, now, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, how would they? How would they find you? Yeah. So, if you are inspired and motivated, or in, just say thinks that I'm a, a good few, speaker, a few more questions. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, then you can definitely follow me on uh, LinkedIn. You can search my name on there. Um, um, but I, I, I've used a platform in and out and. I'm, you can also find me on Reddit. Uh, I, that's something I recently created. So I'm, I don't, I might not have a, so much content, but I'm, I'm learning my ways through that. And even, I have a uh, what is it? So I, I was, I have like a personal portfolio that I started when I came to VCU, and it's called 3G Photos and Videos. So I'm not posted in quite a while, but there are some, uh, there's some content on that. Instagram and Facebook. So yeah, great, great. Uh, we'll get those links from you. We'll throw them up on yep. the website. Um, thanks again for for coming on. Yes, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, uh, you know how to go get a hold of us, uh, Brendan at dadsww.com or Jim at dadsww.com. <laughs> and if you can't stand us, you know how to get a hold of that one. Hate mail at dadsww.com. <laughs> yeah. Sure <laughs> and, thing. And we're we're on all the socials, uh, Instagram, yep. Facebook, Twitter. 
hit us up now. Tinder, farmersonly.com. No, no, we're not oh, on, sorry. Jim, we're not on those. <laughs> oh, yet. we we took those down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. farmers oh. only. Yeah, we get getting farmers calling. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. All right. Um, so <laughs> we're on all the socials that main socials. So yeah. get a hold of us, uh, and of course, don't forget to review, subscribe. Uh, like and share the episode. Share, share with a friend, and uh, you think they need some help breathing or meditating? Share it. All right. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening, people. Later. Later. Dads worldwide, loyal listeners, possibly you. you.